0: Good Friday uh, of uh, of Holy Week, and we're glad you're with us this morning. A lot of folks with the day off, and uh, schools are out, and all that kind of stuff as uh, we celebrate Good Friday, uh, leading into uh, into Easter. Garrett Ross with the day off, and we say hello to to Ward White. Ward, good morning. How are you, sir? Huh? <laughs> One of them buttons outstanding. There we go. Wow. (laughs) It's been a while, huh? (laughs) It's been a while since I've been on this side. Yeah. So anyway, we, uh, we welcome you into the program. This is uh, game time. We got a lot to do today. We're going to get to um, all kinds of fun stuff. Uh, We'll talk Texas Ranger baseball today. We'll talk Baylor football today. Uh, We'll talk some Baylor baseball today. Uh, We'll talk some central Florida football today. You know, as we, have gone through over the last couple of weeks. We've had folks on from uh, every every all the Big Twelve schools, previewing what went on or what is going on in in spring football and looking ahead to fall. And so now we've started the journey through some of the new teams that are coming into the league. Uh, the, the other day we did we did Houston, mm-hmm. so now we're going to do uh, Central Florida today. So we'll do that today with uh, uh, Nick Nick Marcinko from. Uh, from two four seven sports, so we'll do that uh, a little later on in the program. Kind of get you up to speed on where the where the uh, where the Central Florida Knights are as uh, they get ready, you know, uh, for a new season and under uh, under as they get ready for the moving into the Big Twelve. Uh, I, I would, I wonder what it's like for those guys. Uh, it, it, is it? Is there an excitement? Is there some apprehension? Uh, you know. When you're talking coaches and players doing something totally different, going different places, playing different people, I wonder what it's like for those guys.
1: Well, for coaches, it's going to be it's going to be a little bit different because you're not going to have the familiarity of a team uh, that you normally do in your conference. You're not going to have you know a whole lot of tendencies. I mean, they can get their hands on the film and, and start breaking it down, and they'll have plenty of that to do. But just the on-the-fly tendencies and, and knowing, you know, personnel of a team and, and knowing coaches of a team like you do normally in a conference, that's not going to be there for them for a while. They're going to have to get used to that. And so that's going to be a little bit different and a challenge for the coaching staff. Um, but it's it's got to be a little bit exciting, too. Having a guy like,
0: like Gus Malzon, a veteran guy, I, I would imagine that transition is made a little easier when you've had a guy that's – that's been around the block once or twice?
1: Yeah, probably. I mean, I can see that. It's just, you know, when something's different and new, it, it's, it takes some time to, you know, get, get adjusted and, and, and get into that. It, it it would be like playing a non-conference game each and every week until you kind of get used to the flow of things mm-hmm. and how it works. Sometimes so, those are difficult to get ready for. I mean, you th- you hear it all the time. Like, you know, the, it, you have a conference or a district that everybody runs the spread except for one team. All of a sudden, they line up in a wing tee. You got four <laughs> days to get ready. Buckle up because it's, it's it's four long days. And those two days after, you know, you come back to the field house on a Friday night and you've got to look up and you go, oh, yeah, we got them this week. Uh, guys, order a pizza. We're going to be here a while. <laughs>
0: Well, and so we'll dive into that and 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 see where where things stack. Uh, we'll also talk a little bit about the the NBA playoffs. I, I want to get your opinion on the Mavericks and in their situation. And, you know, I heard a lot yesterday, a lot yesterday, talking about Luca. Well, do do hey, they get hey, out of should. that series? Do they get out of that four or five series if he's not able to play? But a couple of games.
1: Uh, that's going to be tough for them. It it really is. I, the, everything runs through Luca. Uh, they were eight and seven this past season against teams without Luca in the lineup, and I believe, if I heard it correctly, seven of those games, or seven or nine of those games, I can't remember which one was against non-playoff teams. Really? So that tells you a little bit about how important he is to the lineup.
0: Yeah, and everything runs around and through him, doesn't it? Well, sure it does. Absolutely it does, which totally makes sense. So, uh and they and they play early. I mean, it's not like they've got, you know, they're, they're going to play high noon tomorrow. Mm-hmm. He's so, not playing tomorrow. There's no way. So, we'll get into all that. We, we got that for you. Bryce Cherry of the Waco Trib is going to join us a little later on we'll talk some um, high school and in Baylor baseball with uh, with Bryce so got a lot of stuff going on. Today, Ward is the uh, is the 75th anniversary of Jackie Robinson breaking the color barrier. Mm-hmm. Uh neat day in baseball. It it, it really is in in really I I think it's, you know, it's it's a neat day in society. Uh I was thinking about him this morning, and what he – you know, I've seen the movie. I don't know if you've seen the movie 42. Yeah. I've seen it about, honestly, probably six or seven times. I I I got it
1: taped, and I watch it. I've seen the original Jackie Robinson movie, the, the old black and white. Yeah. I would imagine – yeah. And I did, I did not
0: realize that Mrs. Robinson is still living, mm-hmm. and she will be at Dodger Stadium today. Yes. Every player in Major League Baseball, by the way – on Jackie Robinson Day, where's number forty two? That's that's been a tradition. But with this being the seventy fifth anniversary, it will be in Dodger blue this year. So I think you know just. But it, has Jackie Robinson breaking the color barrier seventy five years ago? What has that done for for baseball in general? Uh, I was I was looking at some statistics earlier, and it's look i mean it's and i don't know why it is i mean i mean we can speculate is it because you know it takes a lot more room to 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 play a pickup baseball game as compared to a pickup football game or a pickup basketball game but right now there's only 6.8% of baseball players are black uh since you know since the uh since baseball fully integrated in 1959, only 11 teams. There are 11 teams that have one or zero black players, and 18 of the 30 uh, have two or fewer. I mean, it, it's why? Why not? Why aren't we seeing more players of color?
1: Well, because baseball is no longer America's game. It's just not. You know everything that baseball's been through. It's it's not, it's not the game that it used to be. It's not America's favorite pastime anymore. That's now the NFL, and you know I think basketball's ahead of baseball as well. Um, and there there may be an argument that that hockey is gaining ground on them, and, and maybe even with them or or past them. I don't know. Uh, I don't I don't really think so or want to believe that. But I I think baseball's running way behind and. Look, this lockout didn't help them any. It just didn't. There's a lot of sour fans out there, and, and kids don't want to grow up and be a baseball player anymore. A lot of them, you know, they want to play in the NFL or they want to play in the NBA. Baseball's just not the game that it used to be at all. And that, you know, putting all the tweaks into it is, is probably what baseball is thinking. Hey, we've got to get younger uh, and, and get the attention of the younger kids somehow. And, and maybe that's why they're speeding it up. Do I like it? No, I don't. But. Uh, That's just, that's where we are right now. Baseball is running way behind everything else. And I still want to know how you diversify this thing. Uh, Well, I mean, you, you get it more attractive to the younger audience and, and get it to where, you know, it is more accessible, but you know, a, a lot of kids, you know, they're, they're playing seven on seven. They're playing football year round. You know, they're playing basketball year-round. You're right. It is easier to get a basketball game up and going than it is maybe a baseball game. You know, you, you go up and down the road nowadays or drive through a neighborhood, you don't see kids out playing ball in the even stick ball in the, in the street like we used to. That's a great point. I was
0: going to say, if you wanted to get a, a touch football game going, what do you need? You need a football. If you want to get a pickup basketball game going, what do you need? You need a basketball but if you, if you're going to get a a, um, a baseball game going, I mean, there's bat. You got to have a bat. You got to have glove. A couple glove. I mean, you got to. Is it is it is it an expense situation? Is it a there's not enough? There's not you know if if we're a city you know in Detroit, in Chicago, in New York, heck
1: in you know in in the city is there room to go play a baseball game? Well, sure. I mean, look where we used to play. We used to find you know again play in the street. Play in the side yard, playing you know, play in the neighbor's yard, uh, you know, walk to the park and play. I mean, we found ways to play baseball when I was growing up. Don't break that window. <laughs> yeah, and you, you don't know how many times I got in trouble for breaking windows, you know. So, I I just think that baseball is is you know running behind. It's not the game the kids want to play right now. Can it hold your attention? Well, I. Yeah, you're asking the wrong guy. I don't. I mean, it it holds my attention. Um, so maybe not. Maybe that's it. Maybe it just you know maybe that you know and we hear them talk about you know the pitch count or the pitch clock. Excuse me. Mm-hmm. You know, speeding the game up and, and things like that. And we've got to we got to get it under so much time. Well, I, again, I don't I don't buy into that because I can go to a college baseball game or a high school baseball game, and it's done in under two hours. So it's not that. It, it It's the commercialization that has slowed it down somewhat. Now, the game, you know, takes a little more time. Pitchers don't work as quickly as they used to. They don't work as long as they used to. Uh, there's a lot of factors in on that as well. But I just, you know, I – Maybe it is the attention span. I don't I don't know what it is, but baseball is not – it's almost irrelevant. It's just not near as relevant as it used to be. I remember on Saturdays, you know, we play baseball. And, you know, whatever season it was is what we were playing. If it was baseball season, we were playing stickball or baseball somewhere. If it was basketball season, we were getting a hoop game going. If football season, we were out playing, you know, tackle football in the yard if we had to, wherever we could get it going. So – I don't think kids do that as much as they used to. We, you know, and some of it's on the parents. We specialize too much. We're, you know, you hear coaches on this show all the time. Hey, we like multi-sport athletes, and sometimes it's that's not the case because parents say, "Well, we got to specialize. If you're going to get to the next level, you got to, you know, we've got to play year-round and we got to do this. We got, which is complete garbage." Sorry. If uh, I offended anybody out there, but it is. You need multi-sport athletes. It gives you opportunities to learn different skills. Those different skills transpire into other things, and it keeps you competitive in different ways to where it doesn't get old. That's why you see burnouts. You know, kids that are great players at a young age, and before they even get through high school, they say, yeah, I'm tired of this. I'm not doing this anymore. They're burned out. Yeah. And that's because they're not going to different things and, and getting, you know, a wide scope of, of doing different things, but still being competitive. I I think that might have something to do with it, but it goes back to baseball. MLB is irrelevant. I, I, I I know that hurts your feelings.
0: it, It
2: does. Uh, but
0: I'm not it, gonna the say way it is. I, I, I'm I'm gonna disagree with you on on being irrelevant. i'm I'm gonna say it is in big time trouble. I, I totally agree with you I, there. I think for the younger audience, it's almost irrelevant. but and here's in but here's where it confuses me a little bit, Ward. I, and you talk about the interest level of kids not you know not being there to play baseball, but then you have another section of kids that are playing year round in select ball and i mean it's it's christmas and they're and they're going to a baseball tournament which i think is totally wrong well,
1: you just and, mentioned it
0: the, the year that, round
1: sport and that's that's travel ball yeah and, and, and you're talking about you're talking about you know kids that are have the whereabouts to be able to play travel ball and guess what that is? It's money. It's a lot of money. It is. I it's get that. It's a lot of money. But there's a lot of kids. And that's why that, That's why there's no, there's less minorities. There's not very many minorities playing that travel ball. No, I I get that. But it's just you know, the, the, but that's and, my and, and you know, thank goodness Blaze didn't ever want to do that because I don't know that I could afford to to do that every weekend. I mean, it, you've you've got to make a deep dedication to be able to do that well it's not just you i mean it's it's you, you got to no, stay in hotels and that's you gotta, what i'm saying yeah, yeah. financially yeah you as a family you got to make a deep commitment right financially yeah. to be able to do that i don't know that i could have done that with blaze but but th- and, and that's what i'm talking about because there's a lot of kids that are
0: playing on these travel teams and in, in select baseball yet as they get older are we seeing them in the stands at MLB games, and, and are they watching it on television for three, three and a half hours? And I don't think they are. I mean, I think they like to play, but I don't think they like to be the fan. And, and there's a disconnect there, I think, uh, between well, there is. between these youth players or even high school college players. You know, how many high school and college players sit down on, and, and watch the Rangers for three and a half hours?
1: Uh, probably a few. I don't know that it's. Over amount, I I don't know. That'd be a great question to line a baseball team up and ask them, hey, do you watch the Rangers on a regular basis, and how long do you watch?
0: See, and, and, and we are, as you – you know, we've talked we – got to get to a break. I, I realize that we're running behind. But we, we are in an instant gratification society now. I mean, it, it, the, nobody wants to wait for anything. But, it, but to me, that's one of the beauties of baseball. That's what I love about baseball is, hey, you may go on Tuesday night – in 9 innings it's played in 2 hours and 5 minutes or you may go back on Wednesday night and it's three, there's there's, we, no clock. There, there's no clock in baseball it, it you play the game and when the game is over it's over but there are a lot you watch you 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 go to a ball game and you watch about that 7th inning you will start to see people exit they have had enough of sitting and watching the game i guess when they've had all their hot dogs and popcorn and and soft drinks and all that stuff. It's time to go. I don't get that. I I, I don't get that at all. I thoroughly, you know. I want. <laughs> hey, look, I'm I'm always
1: rooting for extra innings. You know, when I go to the Ranger game or whatever the case may be. Yeah, but a lot of times in by the seventh or eighth inning, it's you know, dang near ten o'clock. Yeah, I get that. Well, they got to get up and go to work. They got you know, kids got to get to school. I get and all that. It's you know, you if you want it. You want to speed up baseball? Find a way to get it financially put through without having to. And this is never going to happen without having all the. You know, instead of having a three-minute commercial break in between innings, how about a one-minute commercial break in between innings and let's play ball? Yeah, I mean that 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 speeds it up immensely.
0: All right, so I, I love I love how these the show goes because. We started out talking about the 75th anniversary of Jackie Robinson, and and we do want to 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 salute that uh, that great feat all those years ago uh, in Brooklyn. But uh, it, it, we also ended up in a conversation of how do you get more youth, particularly youth of color, involved in in the game? And you know, it's a game that I, I thoroughly enjoy. It's a game that uh, I want to see continue to. To grow and prosper and ward says it's irrelevant which just
1: getting there just, just
0: destroys the younger crowd i think just ruins my friday thanks ward but uh anyway uh 7 18 18 minutes after seven speaking of baseball we'll talk about the rangers and their win last night we'll do that next here on espn central texas
3: this is a Fox 44 weather update. I'm Chief Meteorologist Mike LePoint. We'll see a mix of sun and clouds today and temperatures still running a little bit above average, about 84 degrees The high. It'll remain mostly cloudy tonight, but dry. We drop to 67. And look for partly to mostly cloudy skies tomorrow with a 20% chance of an afternoon shower or thunderstorm and a high topping out at 89. Join me every weeknight during Fox 44 News at 536 and 9. For your forecast first, plus check out fox44news.com for any changes in the weather.
4: The weather this hour is brought to you by Alliance Bank. Find Alliance Bank with their several locations in Waco and new location in Temple and let them help you and your business succeed.
2: Join us live from Rudy's in Waco for our next Baylor Coaches Show.
4: Join us Thursday, April 28th, live from Rudy's, and hear from softball coach Glenn Moore and baseball coach Steve Rodriguez.
2: Join us for the Baylor Coaches Show from 6 to 7 p.m. live from Rudy's on The Circle in Waco with your host, John Morris, right here on your home for Baylor athletics, ESPN Central Texas.
4: Ray Maliazzi here for eBay Motors. So you have to drive 300 miles to your cousin's wedding. Okay, so it's his fourth. But you know what they say, fourth time's the charm. (laughs) Well, here's the problem. Your tires are as bald as I am. But lucky for you, eBay Motors has tires for just about every make and model. Plus wheels, lug nuts, jack stands, and more. 122 million parts. Do they have tissues? Oh, good, because I'm definitely a crier. Get the right parts at the right prices. eBay Motors. Let's ride.
6: Shipments of unique, one-of-a-kind rustic furniture for your home or office and Western Home Decor arrives daily at Appaloosa Trading Post Rodeo Pond. Check out their living room, dining room, and bedroom sets, buffets, hall trees, sofas, end tables, and sectionals from Steve Silver. This heavy-duty furniture is built to last, and it's priced to move. Financing is available. Apply today by texting 16118 to 22462. It's the world's best Western store, Appaloosa Trading Post Rodeo Pond, 3101 North Robinson Drive in Waco, and on Facebook. Here at La Fiesta, our recipe for being happy and stress-free is a bowl of chili con queso and a plate of enchiladas or steaming fajitas. Pick some up on your way home so you don't have to cook. Order online at LaFiesta.com. Call ahead or dine in and get any of your La Fiesta favorites. La Fiesta makes dinner a lot easier. La Fiesta, Waco's original Tex-Mex since 1963. Located in Waco at 3815 Franklin Avenue. La Fiesta Restaurant and Cantina, where passion is our most important ingredient.
4: LaFiesta.com. Редактор субтитров А.Семкин Корректор А.Егорова Редактор субтитров
7: Now, back to the Alan Samuel Studios.
0: welcome back in. this is game time here on ESPN Central Texas Tom Ward glad to have you with us Garrett has the day off today 723 23 after seven uh we were just talking in the break and we'd love for you to participate with us here on our CNC Collision Center text line 662 six six two1660 how do you re-energize baseball how do we get people in that that you know that are that are glued to the television set that that want to go to the ballpark you know half a dozen times a year uh, and, and participate as a fan. I mean, where where is baseball in 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 your life? Is it is it something that you pay attention to? Is it something – do you even read – remember where when you'd get up and you'd grab the newspaper before you went to school and you'd read the box scores? I mean, yeah, that, absolutely. That, that was something you had to do. You had to know who won no the doubt. ball game, especially on those West Coast games and you were mad because the west coast scores weren't in the paper and you wanted to know what you know were the rangers 14 games out or 15 games out <laughs> I mean, you know I, it was that kind of stuff
1: D- do people even do that anymore i, I don't know the, I, I i'd love to know from the cnc text line you know I, i'd like to know do they think baseball is is as relevant as as it used to be or is as football and basketball passed it up Uh, from the 254 best chance for the
0: rangers uh to all year to get to to 500 they're they're two and four now with the wind uh last night but seriously is is do you follow the rangers with the same passion that you follow other sports do you do you as no see i do i mean and i know that i'm you know i guess I, i don't know i i i mean i'm i'm in tuned and enjoy it and love going to love going to the minor league ballparks I love going to Frisco love going to round rock uh just thoroughly enjoy i love watching everything about minor league baseball because these guys are busting it to get to the show and we're not talking about just the players we're talking about the umpires we're talking about you know coaches and managers all kinds of stuff it's a cool cool event and it's a very affordable event uh minor league baseball round rock uh Frisco whatever the case may be but do you have the same passion for baseball? Uh,
1: did you have the passion and lose it? I mean, and, and yeah. At one time, I did, and, and I I still enjoy going to the games. And you know, when I go to a minor league game, sometimes I'll I'll keep the scorecard sitting there watching the game. I mean, I I, I still enjoy that, but I'm I'm not in tune as I used to be, just because of baseball's just not as good as it used to be just not. are there too many teams in, in at the major league level uh I don't know if it's that so just, what is there now thirty two I just i I think that it's they keep tweaking with it and it's not you know they keep changing it pitchers don't bear down and get after it I mean yesterday was an anniversary for Nolan Ryan he threw two hundred and ninety two pitches against the Red Sox two hundred and ninety two pitches Three days rest, comes back, and he wins on three days rest. I mean, that's just unheard of now. He threw how many pitches? 292 against the Sox. In one game? In one game. Won the game, three days rest, came back, won again.
0: Well, look, there for the longest, your rotation was every four days, not every five days. Right. I mean, that's just the way it was. You know, you pitched, you had an off day, you, th- you started prepping, and you got ready to pitch again. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's not the case anymore. I'm not even, not even close. So, Rangers last night, well, they may not lose another one, by the way. Oh, my, here we go. Uh, by the way, uh, <laughs> some guy named Trout, you ever heard of him? Mm-hmm. He hit a home run in the first inning, 472 feet. But it was Jonah Heim who got the big blow.
2: The set, the 0-2 pitch, and Heim hits one deep to right. A screaming line drive. That ball is history. It's a grand slam for Jonah Heim. He has turned the game around. The Rangers lead Angels
8: and Otani 4-2. Three
0: for four. Three runs scored. Five RBIs out of a nine spot. I'm Tell me baseball is not a great game. When your nine hole hitter has five RBIs, a grand slam, I mean, how cool is that? The bottom of the order getting it done. Your nine hole hitter, Jonah Heim, going three for four, three runs scored, five runs driven in. Texas wins 10 to five over the Los Angeles Angels.
1: Hope they didn't use up all their runs in this series.
0: Texas now two and four on the year. See, all they needed was that day off yesterday, oh my. Or, or day before yesterday, just to kind of get things re—you know, re-energizing and kind of refocused. And now they may not lose another one. I mean, easy on the powder blue Kool Aid. Hundred and fifty wins—is that possible? No. Nope. Holy smokes. Anyway, good stuff there. Rangers win. We'll have uh, Texas and Los Angeles for you coming up tonight over on our sister station, Fox Sports Central Texas. Baylor baseball right here on ESPN Central Texas this afternoon. Make note you want to. You know what? If you're off today or you want to sneak off work early, it's a five o'clock first pitch mm-hmm. uh, today over at uh, Baylor Ballpark. So
1: you talk about the nine hole hitter for the Rangers, though. Mm-hmm. Something else to keep in mind. We talk about the pitching just like Kershaw has an opportunity to go with a perfect game in the seventh inning. But, you know, he even told the manager that, you know, and I don't know if this was just good faith talk, but he said after the game, you know, I I could feel I was getting close to running out of gas anyway. And so it was a good move and it's good for the longevity of this team. But you just mentioned pitchers don't go as deep as they used to. And, and especially this time of year, They're being careful because spring training was short. That's right. Well, uh, something else to keep in mind on, you know, for Ranger fans, here's a positive too. You know, Chris Woodward is still trying to figure out what he has in this lineup as well. And so when you see the nine-hole hitter do what Haim did yesterday, don't be surprised if he's in another slot before long because he's still trying to figure out how this thing all messes together. No question. that's part of a lot of new faces on this team.
0: And that was, that was exactly right. Uh, Not only are they trying to figure out, you know, starting pitch. I just looked to where one of the starters went three and two thirds. I mean, they're going to be real careful with pitchers right now and rightfully so. I get that. Uh, And and you're right. They're trying to figure out particularly with like the Rangers, would they spend $580 million? I think Uh in, in free agency. Yeah. So they're trying to figure. I mean, this is basically a brand new lineup. A brand. I mean, there's what two or three guys that were contributors last year that oh, are on this roster. You need a roster. scorecard. Yeah, absolutely, you do. And so, yeah, you're right. I mean, you know, 28Bs. That's not going to get it, or whatever the case it was. You know, you know, three weeks of spring training or whatever it was. uh it, it, again you know and i and i was talking to somebody yesterday i said hey i think you got to be you know 50 games into this thing and they're like uh uh-uh. uh it may be the all-star break before they know what their what their club looks like you know and and that may be that may be true i mean you got to figure out what combinations work and and you know i know what you when you went out in free agency and said okay i'm going to get that guy and that guy and the, uh, you know for the bullpen that guy's going to be you know those roles may change and, and, in fact, they probably will change as the season uh, unfolds. So, we'll see how it goes. But, you know, I, I just want to be a fan so bad and, and just see this team, you know, have some success. And it's no fun to go through the summer when your team just stinks. I mean, and it has You're no ready. chance
1: to win. <laughs> you know, I, I, I it's going to be interesting to see, too. Everybody says, Chris, uh, Chris. Woodward has a a long leash right now because of, you know, the previous seasons, he kind of had a little bit of a pass. This may be the first year that he has a little bit of pressure. But how long is that leash after management has continuously said, we're not spending any money, we're not spending any money, we're not spending any money. They finally say, okay, let's spend some money. And and the thing doesn't go as planned. I'm just real curious to see how patient they are now after opening up the checkbook. I'm with you. I I I I I agree. Uh and again, you know, we and talk- I'm not saying he'll fail. I mean, you know, he may it this thing may go it may blow up. They may go on a 10 game winning streak. I don't know. I'm just saying for me, that's that's one thing to watch with this Ranger club because they have been patient with him. They they ha- he has had a built in excuse. And now they open the checkbook for the first time in a long, long time, and i I just don't know how patient they're going to be with their manager well and, and i was I was going to say they're trying to figure out what they have with this
0: roster as this season unfolds i think I think the front office has got to figure out what they've got in their manager. Is he the right guy you know as as you go along and you and you had a great point. Look, when you had when you had the lineup that he was penciling in every day last year, and they had no chance to win, now how do you how do you judge a can't. manager? You no, can't. That lineup was garbage. It was. Uh, does this this obviously gives them a much better chance to win? Does he does he have options? You know, on the bench, does he have enough options in the bullpen? for it to make sense and for you to to take a look at him and in his managerial style we're going to find out uh you know we'll, we'll find out probably sooner than later Uh, one other quick note this is not good by the way uh Texas Ranger reliever Dennis Santana was placed on the covid-19 injured list after he arrived at the ballpark yesterday not good oh boy at all uh, General Manager Chris Young said the team was conferring with Major League Baseball about protocols and working to determine any necessary contact tracing. There you go. Here they just. We go. It, and here's the crazy part. To go to Toronto, they all had to be vexed. To come back, they all had to test. And everybody tested negative on you know when they came back from Toronto. He was fine when he left the ballpark on Tuesday. Wednesday was an off day. Thursday, he shows up sick.
1: And interesting, too, though? I've, I've seen over this past week, I, I don't remember which day it was, earlier in the week, that there was a couple of players and I think one manager from different clubs that were sitting out a game earlier this week because of the flu. Flu? Yeah. Flu symptoms. We're not playing today because of flu symptoms. I saw that a couple of different times this week.
0: Flu symptoms or flu-like symptoms? (laughs)
1: Hmm. Interesting. Isn't that Uh, real
0: interesting? Yes, it is. Uh, From the uh, 254, baseball hasn't changed. It's our society that's changed to speed up to know the outcome. We don't appreciate the journey to get there anymore. Going to baseball games is all about the fanfare. Food, cheers, being with your family, enjoying the baseball game as a whole. Spot on. No he's hundred percent correct hundred percent correct who's that from uh he didn't say from the two five four but he's he's spot on uh i I couldn't agree with that more ding 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 yep get that man chicken absolutely uh and, and that's the truth i mean why are we in such a
1: hurry and, and you know i
0: look around the ballpark the in, when you're there
1: instant gratification world we live in I mean why are coaches getting fired after one season or two seasons yeah because we gotta have it now, I mean, if I want food, what do I do? Pick up my phone and have it delivered in the next fifteen minutes. it you know that's if I want anything, what do I do? Pick up my phone. I got it. You speak of a phone. go to the ball game. You look around people's got got their head down in
0: their in their cell phone, looking at Facebook or posting pictures to tell everybody how what a great time they're having when they're not having a great time at all because they're too busy taking pictures instead of talking about whatever with the person sitting next to them, whether it's a family member or, or a stranger for that matter. Mm-hmm. Everybody's got to be looking at their phone. Let's get on Twitter. Let's get on Instagram. Let's get on Facebook. And let's let everybody know what kind of great time we're having. When, when in fact, you know, you're too busy doing that instead then, you know, exhale, enjoy the game or enjoy whatever you're doing. I don't know. We're on a tirade today. But anyway, uh, 731, this is game time here. No, it's not 731. I lied to you. I looked at the clock wrong. 737. We are behind. We're going to take a break. And when we come back, we'll talk some Baylor football. We'll do it next right here on ESPN Central Texas.
4: Recently on the John Moore Show. Yeah, we were uh, hoping to get Bob Bowlsby on with us yesterday, hoping to get him on today. Any I don't excuse, think it's
5: gonna happen. any excuse not to come on,
4: to skip us, to yeah. avoid us. He's going to pretty great something extremes, minor like right? not
7: being Big Twelve Commissioner anymore, and he decides he doesn't want to do the program.
4: You think Problem? it went so far as him to say, "I'm not doing that interview." How can I get out of it? I know, I'll resign my job. <laughs> John Moore's weekdays at 3 p.m. on ESPN
7: Central Texas. At Knife River, we take care of our people.
6: Looking for employment or a career change? Knife River is looking for experienced concrete finishers and form setters. We're also hiring all CDL Class A and B positions and offer training. Good pay, good benefits, good people. Call Knife River today at 254-761-2600 or apply online at kniferiver.com. Knife River is an equal opportunity affirmative action employer.
7: ESPN Radio Sports Center.
9: I'm Lark
8: Smith with your ESPN Central Texas sports update brought to you by ASCO Equipment and Belton off I-35. On it with Case Construction Equipment, whatever the job is. The Rangers opened a four-game home series with the Angels last night, winning 10-5. First pitch tonight is at 7.05, and you can hear the game on Fox Sports Central Texas. Baylor baseball opened a three-game home series against Kansas with a 3-2 loss, game two this afternoon at 5 o'clock, and you can hear the game on ESPN Central Texas. Baylor softball, meanwhile, steps out of conference play this weekend for a two-game home series against Sam Houston State. That starts at 6.30 this evening, and the broadcast can be heard on Cool 101. MCC softball tries to extend its 25-game winning streak, hosting North Central Texas for a doubleheader. That gets underway at noon this afternoon at Bosky River Ballpark.
7: Sports Center every twenty minutes only on ESPN Central Texas. Okay, stand now from the Alan Samuel Studios.
5: Three, two,
0: All right, seven forty one. Nineteen away from eight. If you uh, if you're on your way to work this morning, drive safely. I believe all of our schools are uh, out today. We have the day off. Yeah, some have the day off. Some are working. I don't know what what do we call this. This is Good Friday. No, what do we call this? I mean, I, working. I, you call it working? I think it would. You know, guys just talking sports. <laughs> Who happen to get. Paid to do it. (laughs) Kind of a cool deal. Uh, 19 away from 8 o'clock. Baylor football continues its, uh, well, just concluded, yesterday concluded its, uh, well, they got one more week of work. One more week of work. Got to practice, I believe, Monday, uh, maybe Tuesday and Thursday, and then the spring game is Saturday the 23rd at uh, McLean Stadium. We'll be out there for that. Uh, We'll broadcast the game. All that fun stuff coming up on Saturday, April the 23rd. Uh, again at McLean Stadium, so we'll uh, we'll keep you posted on that. Uh, as uh, as the second of the last week concludes, uh, the media had an opportunity to visit with Coach Mateos, the offensive line coach, and Ward. You're going to be interested to hear this. Uh, he the question was the difference between how the the group is today compared to the end of last year.
6: I would say our overall level of physicality. I feel I feel that we're. That we're stronger this year, I feel like we're thicker. Um, I feel, you know, I I'd say this spring we're probably playing more physical than we did all of last season. Um, So, you know, I don't know if that's confidence. I don't know if that's I think I mean I think it's part confidence, part familiarity with the system. I think it's part Vic throwing ten pounds on their neck, you know, and uh, I think it's all kind of a mixture of that. But I think. The physical, the physicality we're playing with
0: right now, is different than than the fall. How about that? Uh, I mean, that is to me. When I heard that, I went, "Wow, what a positive! What a positive!" Because one of the things that we talked about—the strength of this football team a year ago—was just how good they were on the offensive line. Mm-hmm. And it sounds like to me, he feels like this team is—you know—and I don't want to put words in his mouth, but I mean, when I interpret that as this, this group is playing as a unit. Better than they played at the end of last year. Is that the way you in, interpret that?
1: I think it's it says that they've made strides, getting better. You know, I it's going to take some time to see if they're actually a better overall unit, and and we'll be able to tell that when when it gets live. But yeah, I mean, if you if you're making strides, you're getting stronger, you're getting faster, you're you you should understand the concepts a little bit more. It should become secondhand to you by now. Uh, and so that's that's a step in the right direction and, and continuing to, to get better each and every day you go out there. And to me, it, it sounds like that they are.
0: Playing with more intensity. Mm-hmm. And one of the other things that he said that they were able to do because they understood the the base concepts of the offense, that they were able to start now putting in some some different wrinkles up front, which obviously – uh, makes uh, has you know gives you an opportunity to to be better because you know look if you're doing the same thing over and over and over yeah you're getting better at it but the guy on the other side watches enough film he can kind of figure that out too uh, there's good coaches and good players on the other side but now they're saying there's you know adding some wrinkles doing doing a couple of things differently you know I, I think that's uh, that's maybe as beneficial as anything that the the understanding. And of the concept that you're, you know, that you're trying to achieve.
1: Well, there's no doubt that that makes you a better unit as as a whole. It makes you a better offense. Makes you a better team. And when you can understand the basics and then be able to expand on those and give you an opportunity to be more deceptive and and do some things up front that that aren't the norm, then it gives you the advantage. Well, I. I, I you know
0: there's a lot of question marks and there always is i mean this is college football for pete's sake you're you're always going to have you're always going to have question marks there's question mark uh you know at running back there's question mark uh at, at wide receiver there's question mark on the back end question mark at quarterback there's question mark at, at the qb spot i think you have two good ones to choose from but you you it's a competition and you have question mark i just don't think there's a whole lot of questions when it comes to this offensive line the majority of these guys are back uh in in and, and look this is this may be the thing going into fall camp it may be the single st- biggest strength of the football team could
1: the, be the the o old, old line it, look and you know, that's where it all starts isn't it, it absolutely we, i so mean we are talking about disappointed it all the time. if that's the case no not at all uh excited for that group
0: uh excited you know that you know that that that, that group up front you know is the table setter whether you're throwing the football, running the football, whatever you're doing, they're the table setter. Uh, and it, it looks like, you know, that that group is as good as it was last year has a chance maybe to be better than they were a year ago, which would, you know, really be saying something because it was a an outstanding group. And, again, if you'll remember last July and August, <laughs> one of the things that we talked about, Baylor's always thin up front. They You know, they just – you know, they struggle on the offensive line. They got players, but they struggle – they didn't struggle last year on the offensive line. When that when that unit got going, it got going, and it got better as the year went along. And at the end of the year, it was you know it was playing really good football as a as a group as a unit, and and individually for that matter. Well, it was the strength of the team. There's sure. no doubt. So, and hopefully, it will be again this year. Like, as you point out, everything starts up front, both on the offensive uh, offensive side of the ball and the defensive side of the ball. So, you would love to see. You'd love to see that offensive group uh, continue to get better. Uh, Speaking of uh, football, uh, again, Central Florida making the transition uh, eventually over to the Big 12. You know, uh, and and so we want to want to kind of get you up to speed on what's going on with with UCF football. They play their spring game tomorrow. uh, And so we'll uh, we'll talk about UCF football. That'll be coming up at the top of the hour as well. We'll get into some Baylor baseball. We'll do that for you here in just a couple of minutes. right now, we're going to take a second and talk about Alan Samuels, Dodge Chrysler, Jeep Ram, Fiat, your friend of the car business, and uh, the uh, presenting sponsor of Game Time. And we certainly do appreciate Ted Teague and his crew. Alan Samuels has a huge selection of new vehicles, cars, and trucks uh, in stock today. And uh, they're brands that will win awards Year after year. We're talking about the 2022 Ram 1500 Lone Star Quad Cab with total values up to $6,500 off or get a $3,000 cash bonus. Maybe even 2.9% financing for 72 months. It's all right there for you at Allen Samuels. Plus, first responders get an additional $500 uh, extra. This uh, incredible truck Gives you everything you're looking for: power, performance, towing, uh, towing capabilities, and of course, luxury uh, from the uh, from the uh, truck of the year. And it's all at Allen Samuel's Dodge, Chrysler, Jeep, Ram, Fiat. That's one of the many great vehicles they have. Great selection of new vehicles, great selection of pre-owned vehicles, and of course, an award-winning service department as well. Makes it a great experience. When you go to Allen Samuels, Dodge Chrysler, Jeep Ramp Fiat. We've talked about it a thousand times. Yes, they want to sell you a vehicle. That's what they're in the business to do. Come on. We all know that. But they they want to create a relationship. They want you to, when the next time, three years, four years, two years, whatever the case may be, next time you're looking for a vehicle, or you want to recommend, hey, this is where we got to. They want you to create that relationship that it becomes a long-term, long-lasting, hey, I've got the last eight vehicles at Allen Samuels. You know, that's the kind of thing that they're looking to do, and the only way to do that is provide great service, and that's exactly what they do at Allen Samuels Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram Fiat. 201 West Loop 340, just down from Highway 84, your friend in the car business.
4: Recently on the John Moore show. Que Carter, our guest on a Baylor's All Time Greats. Now back is Baylor's uh, director of player development on Scott Drew's staff.
7: Oh man, I'm I'm
10: just thankful. It it means a lot. Um you know how much I love Baylor. Baylor know how much I love them, you know, um and I always say man Baylor helped me out in so many ways, you know, and to, to help me grow up, to help me be a better husband, to help me be a better father um, for my kids, um, you know, a better person just to to be able to come back and coach with Baylor after they gave so much to you. You know, um, it's just a huge honor and I'm just blessed. It was a blessing to to, to, to play for Baylor and to be here now, man, it's just huge and I'm
7: just thankful to be in this position and talking to you about this right now.
4: That's great. Well, you know we
7: all feel the same way. The Voice of the Bears, John Morris. Weekdays at 3 p.m. on ESPN Central Texas.
9: My house has a
1: here and many of you are realizing it's time to replace those old windows before the hot weather gets here. Call Universal Windows Direct of Central Texas and schedule an in-home consultation where you can discuss your specific window needs with an expert team member. Universal's exclusive Unishield windows are sealed with durolite That's a non-metal spacer that has life expectancy five times that of other systems and they're offering zero percent financing for 60 months. That's zero percent financing for 60 months. Contact Universal Windows Direct of Central Texas for a free in-home estimate. Texas.com. That's universalwindowcentraltexas.com or call 254-301-7760. And be sure and check out their great Google and Angie List reviews. I
9: love my windows. They've got that brand new home effect. Universal Windows Direct.
0: Hundred double cheeseburger meals, please. You know, maybe instead of going to the drive-thru to feed the entire construction crew every day, you should just order through Easy Cater. Food arrives on time and as ordered. Oh, yeah? Also, you'll stop taking out our drive-thru speaker with your backhoe. What? Look out for that. Oh,
6: sorry. Okay.
9: Some food just doesn't work at work, but Easy
5: Cater just does. Food for work, on time, and as ordered from over 82,000 restaurants. Order 24-7 at EasyCater.com. Okay,
7: that was me. Sorry. ESPN Radio Sports Center.
8: I'm Lark Smith with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Update, brought to you by Asco Equipment in Belton off I-35. On it with Case Construction Equipment, whatever the job is. The Rangers opened a four-game home series with the Angels last night, winning 10 to five. First pitch tonight is at 7:05, and you can hear the game on Fox Sports Central Texas. Baylor baseball opened a three-game home series against Kansas with a 3-2 loss, game two this afternoon at 5 o'clock, and you can hear the game on ESPN Central Texas. Baylor softball, meanwhile, steps out of conference play this weekend for a two-game home series against Sam Houston State. That starts at 6.30 this evening, and the broadcast can be heard on Cool 101. MCC softball tries to extend its 25-game winning streak, hosting North Central Texas for a doubleheader. That gets underway at noon this afternoon at Bosky River Ballpark.
7: Sports Center every twenty minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas.
0: All right, seven fifty-three. A couple of minutes away from eight o'clock. You, uh, Lark, just mentioned it on the uh, Sports Center. Uh, McClellan Baseball will be on the road t- today. They're going to be in Gainesville. They go North Central in a uh, doubleheader. Meanwhile, Chris Berry, who was a guest on the program yesterday, they continue their their run. Uh, they will host North Central uh, at Bosky River Ballpark at noon today. Hey, you know what? If you're off today, out of school, whatever the case may be, what a great way to spend a Friday afternoon. I think it's a noon start, so you can go check out the softball team. What are they, Ward 40-6 and six or something to that effect? I mean, it's yeah, it's – I I think 25 they only, in a row? Yeah, they only have four losses, I believe. Yeah. Uh and they're 21 and one in conference play. I, I would say they're in pretty good shape to win it, wouldn't you? <laughs> anyway. Uh last night the uh Bears opened up a three game set with uh Kansas, and again it's a Thursday, Friday, Saturday series because of uh, Easter. And uh Baylor was out there ace and that's unfortunate uh, he was unable to go last night but uh uh they got they got a very quality start out of Will Rigney you know and, and but it just wasn't enough 3 to 2 and you've been you've been where the bears are right now so now they're 16 and 17 they're 2 and 8 in conference and it's it's I, I would say it's simple, but here, here's the thing in my opinion. It's not that they're a bad club. It's just that things haven't gone well, and when things don't go well, they tend to sometimes sp- spiral a little bit, and I think that's kind of where they are right now. They just need something good to happen to kind of re-kickstart where they are right now. I mean, it's a quality club that's just scuffling right now.
1: Well, it, you're right. Things start snowballing on you, and you, you don't get some breaks, and – injuries pile up and there's all kinds of things that you could look at. And, and that's what they, they need a breakout game. They, they, they need one of those games where they can just score a lot of runs, pitching, just cruises along. They can have some fun in the dugout and kick their feet up and just enjoy the game. And sometimes that's all it takes or, or a big inning, you know, just have a, an explosive inning and that kickstarts a baseball team sometimes. So, you know one of those good things to happen and and you can see a total different makeup it just it, that's the way the baseball game is played i,
0: I want to say and again forgive me sometimes it, it kind of runs together but in 2003 Baylor had a terrific run into the season losing the third game of a two out of 3 in a super regional against LSU in Baton Rouge uh unbelievable series between those two clubs uh, and, you know, with Baylor winning Friday and then LSU coming from behind to win Saturday, and then LSU took it pretty handily on Sunday. But it was a great year uh, in, in 03. 04, I, and I'll have to go back and look up the numbers, but uh, Ward, they had like, I want to say they had 15, 16, maybe even more one-run losses. You know, it's just, it was uncanny how they they how they constantly – Kept coming up just a tad bit short. And then, with basically the same club in 05, they end up in the College World Series in Omaha. It, it, I mean, that's that's the difference between winning and losing. It is an eyelash. And, and sometimes, you know, we were talking about it, you know, when when you're scuffling a little bit, sometimes, you, you know, you, you you try to do too much. Sometimes
1: you squeeze that well, bat a little you, too tight. You press, and you yeah. can't press in the game of baseball. Nope. It is offensively, defensively. It's a game where you got to let the game come to you. You have to relax and just let it happen.
0: And we can say that 9 million times. And don't you know, Steve Rodriguez and his staff have said that 9 million times, just relax and play the game. But it's
1: easier said than done. Oh, it is. I mean, that's why you see things happen in the game of baseball. When you see things going really well, the season is
0: short. When you see things going really bad, the, the season is short. You look at them, you're going, oh, my goodness, here we go. I mean, we've only got X amount of games left. You know, it's, it's when it's just in an in a even flow that the season seems kind of normal, if that makes sense. But, I mean, you've seen it. You, you, you've been a part of it where a team is, is having a little trouble, like right now, and they're looking around going, hey, we've only got a couple of games left in this series. We've only got a couple of more series left in the season. And all of a sudden, it looks short. And you, Boy, you really do start pressing. And, and again, it's it's just one of those deals. I mean, some something's gotta happen, you know, that just has everybody, you know, relax and, and, and play the and I think you if you can put a couple of hits together early or something, and then everybody can just kinda and, and put a couple of runs on the board and maybe you can just kinda exhale a little bit and then go play the game. And once you get that going, then things will start to turn.
1: Kind of like Bull Durham, you need a rain out.
0: Yeah. <laughs> you know, there's something too. that, isn't there? All right, to 7.59. We're a minute away from a Baylor and Kansas will uh, play game two of the series this afternoon at 5 o'clock, 4.45 for the warm-up right here on ESPN Central Texas. At 8, 3 o'clock, the John Morris Show live from the ballpark, and he's going to have Pat Combs on the program, so that'll be a lot of fun. Speaking of John, here's John with today's Baylor Sports Beat. <laughs>
2: It's time now for today's Baylor Sports Beat. Your daily dose of green and gold. Here's the voice of the Bears, John Morris.
4: Everybody, it's time for a check of Baylor Athletics on the Friday Baylor Sports Beat. Coming up, it's a busy stretch of activities in Baylor Athletics heading into the Easter holiday. We'll give you details straight ahead on today's Baylor Sports Beat. want to be a part of all things Baylor athletics join the Baylor Cub Club presented by Green Eye Associates today free registration for the 2021-22 season is available now for kids 8th grade and under members receive discounted admission to select Baylor athletics events and other great promotional items register at baylorcubclub.com or email fan underscore engagement at baylor.edu for additional information show off your Baylor pride and become a Cub Club member today
2: now, back to today's Baylor Sports Beat. Here again is the voice, John Morris.
4: And welcome back. Baylor Baseball opening their three game Big 12 series last night at Baylor Ballpark under ideal conditions against the Kansas Jayhawks. Baylor got six strong innings of work from Will Rigney in the start on the mound, but fell to the Jayhawks 3 2, the final score. Baylor and KU continue their series today at 5 at Baylor Ballpark. On the air at 4.45 this afternoon, 5 p.m. First pitch right here on ESPN Central Texas. Tomorrow's series finale at noon. The broadcast also here on ESPN Central Texas. Television for the entire weekend on Big 12 Now on ESPN+. Plus. Meanwhile, Baylor softball opening a pair of games against Sam Houston State this evening at Gatterman Stadium. Tonight at 6.30 and tomorrow at 2 at Gatterman Stadium for Baylor-Sam Houston State softball. Both games broadcast on 101.3 FM with an Easter egg hunt following the game tomorrow afternoon. Baylor Equestrian bows out of the NCEA National Championships with a 13-6 loss to Texas A&M. Baylor, the number six seed in the national tournament, A&M seated number three. And Baylor women's tennis closes their home schedule tomorrow afternoon with a senior day matchup against the University of Texas, Baylor ranked number 21 in the nation. Texas ranked number 4. 2 p.m. match time tomorrow for the Senior Day matchup at the Herd Tennis Center. And that's today's Baylor Beat. Have a safe and blessed Easter holiday weekend. I'm John Morris.
2: Baylor, Kansas, Big 12 baseball. This weekend at Baylor Ballpark.
4: It's the Bears and the Jayhawks this weekend at Baylor Ballpark, beginning Thursday at 6.30, then Friday at 5, and Saturday at noon.
2: Bears, Jayhawks, Big 12 Baseball, beginning Thursday, right here on the home of the Bears, ESPN Central Texas.
7: As the challenges of the pandemic continue, families in poverty are facing fears. They're afraid of hunger of eviction but they're not afraid of hard work when even two jobs aren't enough they find a way for their families but when you give to the salvation army you help their hopes outpace their fears just 25 dollars a month helps families fend off homelessness keep hope marching on at salvationarmyusa.org From the Allen Samuels Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram Studios, this is KRZI Waco, K222DC Waco, K265DV Temple, ESPN Central Texas.
0: All right, just after 8 o'clock, welcome back into the program. This is game time here on ESPN Central Texas. Tom and Ward Garrett with the day off today. Uh, And we are brought to you in part by Goodfeet in the Central Texas Marketplace. VersaLift Southwest Pro Star Rental with uh, two locations, Belton and here in uh, Waco on Robinson Drive at 2308 Robinson Drive and by Big Boys Record Service. All right, uh, let's continue our conversation this morning and uh, we welcome in from Knights 247 Sports, Nick Marcinko. Nick, good morning. How are you, my friend? I'm doing great. Thanks for having me on today. We appreciate your time. Uh, First of all, just kind of walk us through and, and talk a little bit about uh, just w- what the, the, the feelings like in, in w- with, with the fan base, with the alumni, with, with the students, w- when you found out that you were going to make the transition over to the big 12.
11: Yeah, I think, I think anytime you make, you make a jump, you know, as big as that, it helps the school financially. Uh, you know we can have this debate later, but I think it helps recruiting, uh, you know, you have these high school players that now get a chance to play in a much better conference in front of more fans. Uh, so the excitement was just there in Orlando. Uh, everyone's excited about it. We want it to happen very quickly. Um, yeah, we're, uh, we're ready to go. And uh, yeah, the fans are excited. Uh, I'm my, both my parents are alumni from uh, the school. They couldn't be happier. Uh, you know, my dad watched football there for, you know, as long as they've been a program. So it's, uh, it's uh, it's a good thing. And we're excited.
1: What kind of new opportunities does this bring for the Golden Knights to be able to be in a conference like the Big 12 and, and have, you know, that opportunity of growth?
11: Oh, it's a it's a, absolutely it's the next step in the program. I mean, we've, you know, you know, these last five, six, seven years, the we've kind of uh, Almost maxed our potential in the conference we're in, and, and you know when you jump to the next conference, it just leads to so many more opportunities. And you know, you know, I think that they have a good chance to come in into the Big 12 and compete right away. And uh, I think that's a really good
0: thing. Tomorrow, or yeah, I believe tomorrow is the uh, spring game, uh, the second under Coach Miles. On what are you looking for in in tomorrow's spring game? What what are you trying to see uh, and keep your eyes on?
11: Yeah, so I mean, I think the the. Everyone's eyes is going to be on the quarterback room, right? So you have Mikey King, who was the you know he's the returning starter, uh, had a decent season last year. You know again he was a true freshman, uh, kind of lacked uh, explosive plays. And then we you know obviously got the transfer uh, John Rice Plumley from Ole Miss. Uh, and you know I've heard it's kind of like a one A one B scenario. There isn't really a quarterback you know that's pulled apart. So I kind of want to you know all the eyes are going to be on the quarterback room. We want to see who can make these explosive plays, who can move the ball um because you know there it's no surprise that the knights are going to run the football this year that's no surprise but in order to win some of these games we're going to have to be effective in the pass game and so i think that's where where the focus should be on who which quarterback's going to pull away who's going to impress um there they the quarterbacks have fantastic talent around them there's three or four really good wide receivers at uh, ucf two really good running backs a decent o-line uh, if they can throw the football uh this year, the Knights will be very good.
1: What led Joy Gatewood to move from quarterback to wide receiver? Was it the room was too full?
11: Yeah. Uh, you know, once they went after John Rice Plumley and uh who would would at, at who will at the very least take his role last year, you know, Gatewood uh had he you know, he came in on packages, run packages and things like that. And at the very least, uh that's what John Rise will be doing. So I don't think there's really a role for him in the q b position, especially they had Tom, tommy castellanos come in a uh, highly regarded quarterback that everyone's excited about two freshmen he's getting work with the with the two and the three teams so there yeah there really isn't a spot for him there's not really a role for him uh he does have really good hands he's a freak athlete, so I think uh you know he's a, you know and Gus Malzahn really likes him he he wants him on the team he wants him to benefit in in a way. And so I think that the only way he can really do that is at the receiver position.
0: You mentioned coach Malzahn uh, in his, in uh, I believe his second season uh, with UCF. Did he specify what he wanted to get accomplished in these 15 spring workouts or was this just about overall understanding what they're doing and getting better?
11: So yeah, so last year he had or you know this year he had said on last year that they didn't really know the team too well in the spring they they just kind of were you know getting a feel for their 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 players um and so I think this year he said they have a lot they have a lot better feel for the personnel on their team, the coaching staff they have a lot better vibe with the football team, and so this year they're really looking to just get better um they're you know we have a lot of talent returning, we had a couple of guys return that you know maybe we didn't think would return so that's a good thing and uh yeah it's just about getting better this spring um working on things that they struggled with last year such as explosive plays things like that and um yeah uh they they have a much better feel for their team this year so this should have been a a good spring for them to get better
1: On the defensive side of the ball where is the most improvement needed for the Knights right now
11: In my opinion it's uh defensive back we have we have some talent there um but we need to show more consistency uh Nakai Martinez true freshman coming in uh has supposedly had a great spring um people are really excited about him he could compete for a starting job uh very soon and um yeah i just want to see more consistently out of the consistency out of the db position
0: what does uh O'Meara bring to the table as the player personnel director what was that what the uh Kirby O'Meara as the uh, player personnel director what does he right. bring to the table
11: it's just excitement around the football program Um, players love the, the one thing that I've learned uh, since I've started working for Knights 247 is that these recruits and these players love every single staff member um, with this program. It's, it's insane. I'm, I'm hearing about, you know, all the support staff the player personnel, the recruiting coordinators, um, they love every everybody, and it's insane to hear that because you know in previous years, I you know I've covered Gainesville, I've covered and uh, I've covered the Florida Gators, and I've never heard anything like that. Uh, just this, the you know astounding support and, and and praise for this coaching staff is is uh is it's there in Orlando. People are excited.
1: When you look at the schedule coming up this season, where is the improvement for this team? What's the most improvement you can see this team do? taking that step forward that they need to take?
11: I think, uh, you know, it's tough to tell, but I think, you know, last year the Knights were 9-4, and four, had a big bowl win uh, over the Gators in uh, in Tampa. But I think, you know, it's, it's tough to put a record on it, but I think, you know, obviously Knights fans would be disappointed with anything less than 10 wins, and I think that's fair. The talent this year is there. Uh, you know, we should have more experience at the QB room. Uh, Mikey Keene is at this point, as you know, he's only a true sophomore, but at this point, he's a veteran. He's played in a lot of games, won a big bowl game. So I think when you look at that, there, there, we shouldn't drop games that we shouldn't, and um, and we should be able to, we should be able to run the football over a lot of these teams we're facing this year. So, you know, I would say. Ten and two would be you know good, but i think that the, i think the knights could i think the knights could run it this year you know obviously Cincinnati's good they did lose their quarterback but uh it should be a fun season
0: I realize it's Easter weekend and everything but uh, what's what's the anticipation like for the game tomorrow?
11: I think people are excited i am not exactly I'm not exactly sure how the crowd will be um but i think i mean i'll be out there i think uh, my family will be out there i think i think people will make Will make it out there, uh, and like I said, the excitement around Orlando right now is is unlike anything that I've seen in previous years. Even when we after our undefeated season, it's different this year. Gus Malzahn has this team locked in. Uh, like I said about the support staff, they're all uh, they're great at what they do, um, and so I think people will get out there and watch the game, and I think it's going
0: to be a good one. Nick, tell tell us a little bit about uh, what you got coming up on two four seven sports.
11: Yes, yeah, so I just started uh, with Knights two four seven a few months ago and I'm, I'm right now. I'm only part-time with them. I'm also doing some, uh, some stuff with uh, UF and uh, stadium and Gale, uh, which is a podcast over there. And uh, so I'm kind of working both and I'm also working a third job. So I'm really excited. I, uh, I really enjoy what I do. I, I'm kind of taking control of the recruiting aspect of things. Uh, and, uh, with UCF. And so I'm getting to talk to a lot of these players. I've talked to a lot of the people on the support staff at uh, UCF and it's, uh, it's been a fun one and I'm excited to keep going and see where it leads
0: me to. Nick, Pate, uh, we appreciate your time. Thanks so much for being a part of the show today.
11: I appreciate it. Thank talk, you for
0: having me on. Talk to you soon. That is Nick Marcinko from uh, Knights 247 Sports. And again, their uh, spring game tomorrow. Again, we're going to, uh, we're going to bounce around and get you uh uh, as many teams as we can get our hands on, Ward. I mean, we've already done the the Big 12. Now we're doing some of the, the teams that are coming in. We've done Houston, and now we've done Central Florida. We're going to get to BYU and Cincinnati for you hopefully next week. And, you know, shoot, then we, we may we may cover the entire state of Texas. Who knows where we go with this thing. But a lot of fun talking college football. Uh 14 14 after 8 o'clock. And if you'd like to sell your home in five days, you certainly can. The brokerage house guarantees that they'll sell your home in five days or less Or they're going to buy it from you for a price that you agree upon prior to listing your home. It's pretty simple. Uh, Here's what you do. You you contact Aaron Ryan and the folks at the Brokerage House. And, you know, they've got a proven marketing program that's going to get you uh, uh, offers on your home above market value and multiple offers at that. Sound good to you? You want to sell your home? Contact Aaron and the group at uh, Brokerage House. Here's how you do it, 5 com. the numeral 5, 5 com, or call Aaron at 817-812-2978.
4: The weather this hour is brought to you by Alliance Bank. Alliance Bank, Central Texas, is independently owned and has been helping families and businesses in Central Texas meet their financial needs since 2007.
3: This is a Fox 44 weather update. I'm Chief Meteorologist Mike LePoint. We'll see a mix of sun and clouds today and temperatures still running a little bit above average, about 84 degrees The high. It'll remain mostly cloudy tonight, but dry. We drop to 67. And look for partly to mostly cloudy skies tomorrow with a 20% chance of an afternoon shower or thunderstorm and a high topping out at 89. Join me every weeknight during Fox 44 News at 536 and 9. For your forecast first, plus check out fox44news.com for any changes in the weather.
7: Matt Mosley, weekdays at 4 p.m. on ESPN Central Texas. When's the last
2: time you had Squirrel?
7: It's been a few years.
3: But it hadn't been that long. I grew up eating
2: squirrel. Should I recommend that to the GM over here? <laughs> Have put that on the buffet? I don't think you want to tell people. I don't think you do. I think you just put it up there and say, call it chicken or something. Oh, my gosh, that's scary.
7: The Matt Mosley Show, weekdays, 4 to 6 p.m. on ESPN Central Texas. Have
0: you ever been stranded on the side of the road? The next time it happens, call Big Boys Record Service to get you and your ride where you need to be you can count on big boys record service to help you with roadside assistance such as when your vehicle won't start you need a tire change you've locked yourself out of your vehicle or when you're stuck in the mud no job is too big or too small they do it all family owned and operated since 1984 big boys record service call 254-662-3031 and remember to slow down or move over
9: Chase loves soccer. I'm Chase Greer, and I'm 12 years old. And his dream is to turn pro. That's why Chase and his family make sure he's always having fun and squeezing out his best with Go-Go Squeeze. Okay, buddy, let's break for a Go-Go Squeeze. Go-Go Squeeze Fruit-On-The-Go Pouches are a nutritious snack made from 100% fruit with no sugar added. That's my Because when you nurture your kids, you squeeze out the best in them. Squeeze out their best with Go-Go Squeeze, not a low-calorie food. Products range from 11 to 13 grams of sugar and 60 to 70 calories per serving.
4: The best prices on newer used guns can be found at Appaloosa Trade and Post Rodeo Pond.
2: They have a large selection of 9mm guns, revolvers, shotguns, and ammo. From brand names like Smith & Wesson, Kanik, Bursa, Glock, and Ruger. Buy, sell, or trade with a friendly and knowledgeable staff that will promptly answer your questions.
8: And ask about their lifetime warranty on new
4: guns. Financing is available. Apply today by texting 16118222462. Appaloosa Trade and Post Rodeo Pond, 3101 North Robinson Drive in Waco. With tax season approaching, are you wondering how new laws could affect your financial portfolio? I'm Joe Kaleo of the Kaleo Wealth Management Group. If you're unsure about the effect tax legislation could have on your wealth, we can help you develop a plan that withstands change no matter what the season.
5: Kaleo Wealth Management is a Central Texas team of UBS Financial Services, member FINRA SIPC. Song playing on the
2: radio. All
0: right, 18 back. minutes after 8. Welcome back. This is Game Time here Let's on ESPN Central Texas. Tom and Ward here with the day off. We're glad you're with us as we uh, roll through a good Friday. And uh, the also the anniversary of uh, Jackie Robinson. 75th anniversary of Jackie Robinson breaking the color barrier and playing in a Major League Baseball game for the then Brooklyn Dodgers, now the uh, Los Angeles Dodgers franchise. But the Dodgers franchise, and, uh, you know, again, go from an entertainment value, uh, from maybe even an educational standpoint, go watch the movie 42. Uh, I, I, I think, you know, and I'm a big sports movie guy. But what I think that was a, and a lot of them aren't well done. I mean, let's just be honest. But that one, I, I, I really, true, it was well done. Well done. You kind of like that movie, don't you? Yeah. I mean, <laughs> I, I just the, and I don't know who directed it or produced it or whatever. I just think it was a well done movie, uh. And it told the story. With without taking a lot of, I, I think it told the story without taking a lot of, um, you know, without expanding on the story, you know, and doing things that weren't exactly true because of the entertainment value. And it was still able to, to entertain you. I mean, they, they, they gave you the facts and, you know, uh, I I like docu documentaries as well. And docudramas, but this was make no mistake about it. This was a movie based off of fact. And I I just think they did a, a tremendous job and the movie's called 42. And, uh, Good movie. Yeah, good stuff. So, check that out. All right, uh, NBA playoffs. Tonight, Ward, there's a couple of games in in that play-in thing, and I'm still a little confused about it. Look, is 16 not enough? What's enough? There's eight in the east, eight in the west. Well, everybody keeps adding, so why not the NBA? And they did. So, now the play-in thing, and you got Atlanta and Cleveland in the east and the Pelicans and the Clippers in the west. And those two teams will then go play the first place, the uh, number one seeds in the East and the West, respectively. And I think in the East it's Miami, so uh, there you go. All right. So what are you looking for tomorrow? Twelve noon, by the way. That is early, but I I mean, if you're going to get them all in, uh, you got to get going. So, but twelve noon tomorrow uh, for the Mavericks and the Utah Jazz. That's a four-five. What are you looking for out of the Mavericks in? Game one tomorrow, and, and as you pointed out earlier today, in all likelihood, without Luca.
1: Yeah, that's that's the thing. Uh, it's it's probably going to be without Luca, and you know this this is a matchup between two teams that are pretty evenly matched. Now you look at Utah Jazz; their transition offense is what they like to get into. They do a lot of the run and and hit the floor. and and get some points off transition offense. They like to do that. Dallas is really good in the transition defense. So, you know, which one wins out in that situation? Can Dallas stop that transition and and survive the runs of the Utah Jazz? I I don't know. Without Luka there, I mean, he's the ultimate stopper sometimes because he can go down and get that fade away or hit it from way outside. I mean, this guy can do so many things to jumpstart the offense and settle an offense down where they can get in their offensive series. So without him on the floor, how does Jason Kidd start matching up with Utah and trying to do some different things? And I think one of the things they're going to have to do is try to go small because if they can go small, they can run that that little bit of an offense on their end that makes it a little different, and they can shoot the outside. They pull the bigs out uh, and try to defend on the outside, and that's not where they're comfortable defending, and so that may work in to the Mavericks' favor. So tomorrow at noon, I, I expect without Luca in the lineup, which I still don't think he'll be, they haven't officially, officially said, or I haven't seen it yet, that he is definitely out tomorrow at noon, but I, there's no way this guy plays right now with that strained calf muscle. So if they can go small and, and get some things going for them offensively, I think that's going to be the key to at least game number one for the Mavs. I I don't know if Luke is going to be there, you know, game two or game three. It's just a they're saying right now, it's a day to day situation. And every time I hear day to day situation on a player, <laughs> not good. I don't like it.
0: And on the flip side, if he's not able to play, where do you replace those twenty eight points?
1: Well, that's what I'm saying. You have to go small and you have to try to figure out how to get it out on the perimeter. You're not going to be able to go inside and, and do some things because Luca can do both. And he sets up the inside game so well because of the fact that they have to come out and, and respect him on that and then work it down inside or he can drive on you. He, the dribble drive is part of his game as well. So you know, that's that's going to be what the, I think Jason's kid's going to have to try to do is maybe go with that smaller lineup and just try to outrun the Jazz as much as possible and get their, their legs as tired as they can. And, you know, they're going to have to shoot a, a high shot percentage, you know, take the good shots when they're open and and force the Jazz to come out and try to slow that transition game down against the Jazz. That's the only place that's going to have to come from. So
0: tomorrow it is Utah and Dallas. That's at noon. Then it's Minnesota and Memphis. And then the uh, the, the night games. We'll have uh, Toronto and Philadelphia, followed by Denver and uh, Golden State. So that is the uh, NBA playoff lineup tomorrow. And then, of course, a full slate of games on Sunday. It's uh, 824. We're 24 after 8 o'clock. This is game time here on ESPN Central Texas. Glad to have you with us as we move through this Friday morning. And uh, don't forget uh, to check out Pioneer Steel and Pipe. They've got a brand new location going in over on Loop 340 South next to uh, Busby feet. I go, I go by there all the time. I mean, live out that way. And, and just looking at that facility, first of all, it is going to be an unbelievable facility. There's, they're going to have tons of room uh, to operate and beautiful building, great facility. Can't wait for uh, the doors to swing open, but in the meantime, they still got uh, that great service that they provide and they've been doing it since 1943. That's four generations of the Emory family taking care of Central Texans. How about that? Right now it's John and, and Braden doing the doing the deal. But, uh, yeah, four generations since 1943. Pioneer Steel and Pipe has built their reputation one customer at a time. And, you know, look, it's it's about service, and that's something that they have strived to to provide outstanding service since the day they swung the doors open back in 1943. They offer the best in custom metal buildings, residential metal roofing. Uh, they've got uh, hay and equipment barns. They've also got garage and carport covers. They, uh, they carry all sizes of pipe from one half inch to 24 inches for all your fencing needs. And, uh, look, if you're going to do a uh, barn dominium, uh, and we all know how how exciting those things are right now, uh, the folks at Pioneer Steel and Pipe can help you find that contractor. You see, they work with them all the time, so they know what contractor will best suit your needs. So, contact John and and Braden and the and the gang at. at um Pioneer Steel and Pipe—they'll be more than happy to work with you. They, they do have a location in Bryan, and of course, they're still at nine thirteen South Loop Drive in Orchard Lane here in Waco. They're open from seven thirty until five, and eight uh, Monday through Friday, and eight until noon on Saturdays. Don't forget they deliver and they unload, and you can always check out Pioneer Steel and Pipe twenty-four-seven at pioneerboys.com.
2: Glenn Moore and Baylor Bear softball on 101.3 FM
4: the Bears home for a pair of games this weekend at Getterman Stadium against San Houston State games Friday at 630 and Saturday at 2 for the Bears and the Bearcats from Getterman Stadium
2: join Dan Ingram for Baylor Big 12 softball every game on 101.3 FM
4: Refinance your vehicle with Genco and skip payments for 90 days. Rates as low as 1.99% APR for 48 months. Online applications will get an additional 0.1% off their rate and have a chance to win a 0% auto loan.
3: We had another baby, so we really needed a lower car payment and a bigger car. Refinancing our loan with Genco made both possible. Thank you, Genco.
4: Subject to credit approval, membership eligibility, and loan policies. For more information, go to GencoFCU.org. Member NCUA.
5: Genco.
7: ESPN Radio Sports Center.
8: I'm Mark Smith with your ESPN Central Texas sports update. Baylor baseball opened a three-game home series against Kansas with a 3-2 loss. Game two this afternoon at 5 o'clock, and you can hear the game on ESPN Central Texas. Baylor softball, meanwhile, steps out of conference play this weekend for a two-game home series against Sam Houston State. That starts at 6.30 this evening, and the broadcast can be heard on Cool 101. MCC softball tries to extend its 25-game winning streak, hosting North Central Texas for a doubleheader. That gets underway at noon this afternoon at Bosque River Ballpark. Highlander baseball is on the road for a doubleheader at North Central. MCC third baseman Cole Fontenelle has been named the conference player of the week after a five-game stretch with three doubles, three home runs, nine RBI, and ten runs scored.
7: Sports Center, every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas. Okay, stand by. Now, from the Alan Samuel Studios,
5: All
0: right, take thirty. Welcome back into the program. This is Game Time here on ESPN Central Texas and we're brought to you in part by Good Feet, VersaLift Southwest, Big Boy's Record Service and Pro Star Rental. We're joined now on the program by the uh, sports editor of the Waco Tribune Herald, Bryce Cherry. First of all, Bryce, good morning and good good uh, Easter weekend to you.
10: Thank you, sir. Uh good Friday today and uh, the kids are out of school, but Work continues for the rest
0: of us. <laughs> that's what we were talking about. Some people are are, are off work today, uh, and most are out of school. But then there's there's that group of us who just keep on plugging along, don't we, Bryce? <laughs> that's
10: right. That's right. Uh, fortunately, uh, I think I can take Easter Sunday
0: off. There you so go. Have... There you go. Let's let's begin with uh, Baylor baseball uh, last night. A three two loss. Uh, Rigney threw it well. And one of the things that Ward and I were talking about, and and you could speak to this, you were there. Sometimes you just need something good to happen for you. Sometimes you just, you know, you may be squeezing a bat a little too tight. You're trying to help your team too much. You you know, sometimes you just got to relax and play the game. And I know that's easier said than done, but is that kind of the case when you look at this club right now? Could they be pressing a little bit too much?
10: Yeah, absolutely. Um, I, you know, was doing post-game interviews with, uh, with a few other reporters that were there after the game. And um, my very last question to, to Coach Rod was, I don't want to say it was a throwaway question, but uh, he could have taken an easier way out with the question. And it was something about just basically them trying to bounce back in the series or something like that. And... um and he almost interrupted me in fit, you know, before I could finish the questions and gave, gave us the best, you know, quote, best soundbite of the night, which was basically him saying, look, we need somebody to step up. You know, we need somebody to, to put some pressure on the other team. Um, You know, I can yell and scream as much as a coach, as much as I want. uh, But you know, at some point, the the players have to take a little bit of ownership, a little bit of responsibility, um, and and somebody has to step up. And he went on to say, you know, you know, he'll go to war with these guys. He loves these guys, but you know, they just they need somebody to kind of take a little bit of a leadership role. And the thing about this group is, they don't have a lot of guys that are just. Um, rah, rah, beat your chest, have a lot, have some swag to them, you know what I mean? As the kids might say, uh, and and you need some of that, uh, you know. When I was doing that Feed the Beaver story, (laughs) uh, that was something that you know, Muncie said, you know, we were just a bunch of cocky guys, you know, I mean, that and he and they were he was crediting that a little bit with how many games they won and that winning streak and stuff, I mean. Uh, you know, you don't want to be cocky in the sense that um, you know you're arrogant and you think you're gonna you know get a hit every time. That's that's impossible in baseball. But you do need a little bit of swag, a little bit of um, you know when when the Kansas guy finishes off that that game last night uh naturally he you know he kind of gives a double fist pump and a big yell and and i mean that's the kind of that's the kind of thing you have to have
1: when you look at this team right now bryce where is the disconnect is it at the plate are they struggling mightily at the plate is it is it the bullpen's not holding up rotation or is it a combination of maybe a little bit of all of it
10: probably a little bit of all of it i mean a lot of times they're just a player two away. Um, last night, you know, the bullpen actually did the job. Uh, it wasn't always pretty, but they both ended up not giving up any runs uh, and pitched out of a couple jams. Um, I, and again, going back to what I was talking about with with just having a little bit of you know oomph, whatever, whatever you want to describe it. So Adam Muirhead in his inning out of the pen ends up loading the bases. Uh, Kansas loads the bases against him. And like when he, I'm trying to remember which batter it was, but I think it was the one where it loaded the bases. When he walked that guy, he like took his hat off and kind of just like, you know, like he was really mad at himself for doing that. And, I thought, oh, this could go bad because you know one of the things Coach Rod has also talked about is these guys, as Rod, as Barfield said just a minute ago, kind of pressing sometimes, you know, putting a little too much on their shoulders, and not just playing the game or whatever. Well, credit to Muirhead, he hung in there and got three outs and got out of the inning and uh, and. Uh, To me, that was a big step-up moment, but you just need a few more of those. Last night, it was really, I thought maybe they were a little uh, too aggressive at the plate in terms of swinging at pitches early in the count. Now, uh, that was another thing I asked Rod about after the game, and he said, um, you know, that basically it's not about when you swing in the count. It's about making sure – you know, you put a good swing on it. Um, and they had six straight pop-ups in like the sixth and seventh inning that were huge. And and then also a big moment in the third inning when they loaded the bases with no outs and ended up not scoring. So you got to execute. I mean, that's part of it.
0: Bryce, when you, when you look around the league, uh, just take last night, for example, there were three series played. Uh, and when you look at, Look, before they threw the first pitch, I would have thought that Tech would have beat TCU. I would have thought Texas would have handled Kansas State. And I would have thought that Baylor would have had a, a good chance to beat Kansas at home. None of those happened. Uh, Tech goes on the road and loses. Texas goes on the road and loses. And, uh, and then Baylor loses at home. What do you make of this league right now? Uh, when when West Virginia is at five and one, leading the series, and again there was one series not played. Uh, it starts tonight, and that's uh, West Virginia hosting Oklahoma State, a couple of the top teams in the conference right now. But what do you make of the league at this point?
10: Uh, it's a competitive league where you have to play well that night to win. I mean, that's that's what it comes down to. Doesn't matter if it's K State last place versus you know, Texas top 10 or whoever it might be. I mean, look at, look at the Jayhawks, right? Uh, You know, obviously their record is not very good. Um, They had a game where they got absolutely drilled by Texas Tech, 28 to 2. And you would think, uh, and and, you know, that put them down 2-0 in that series. You think, oh my gosh, they're cooked. Well, the next day they, they beat tech eight to five. You know, I mean, it's, it's baseball. It's a competitive league. It's, you know, you gotta, you gotta do it on that day. Um, so, you know, can Baylor come back and start winning series? Absolutely. Um, I still like their chances to win this Kansas series. I mean, obviously they got to win two in a row, but, uh, you know, this is a series they really need to win. I thought a sweep would have been, you know, kind of the way to go. But obviously, you know, now they're playing just for a series win. But uh, And then could they come back and beat Texas the next week? I mean, they're going to have to play really well. But, I mean, think about early in the season when they took two or three from, you know, the Shriners weekend against three pretty quality opponents. Um, You know. So it's a matter of getting back to playing good baseball, too.
1: McClendon softball right now on a on a tear with a huge win streak. Have you seen anything like this in a, in a while that they just continuously go out there and destroy people?
10: Man, it's, uh, it's pretty impressive, and just their hitting numbers are ridiculous. Uh, Chad Conine did a story for us a couple weeks ago just about you know kind of their their surge and also their, um, you know, just what they were doing at the plate. And apparently Chris Berry likes to bribe them with candy. So maybe that's the secret. Maybe everybody, all these coaches need to be like, hey, you get hits, you get uh, Jolly Ranchers, you get Reese's, you know, I mean, (laughs) might work for me
0: (laughs) that sounds like chris doesn't it (laughs) it absolutely does hey um Let's let's switch gears, talk a little high school baseball, softball. I, I was just looking at some of the numbers. Look, we, we got a heck of a competitive race going on in one district. You got Bosqueville and Valley Mills both in the same district and, and very competitive. Uh, China Springs having a terrific year on the baseball diamond. Midway is as well. Uh, softball, you got Crawford. Uh, you got a lot of really quality teams both on the softball side and the baseball side as we come down the stretch. Yeah, and, you
10: know, you talk about that Bosqueville, Valley Mills, uh, district um, to me, when you have a district like that, where you have not just multiple good teams, but multiple, like really, really good teams, um, it, it prepares you well for the playoffs. Obviously you can, you can get beat up by that. It, you know, it depends on the sport and, um, and everything, but it also, I think prepares you well for the playoffs because you're seeing quality opponents, you know, uh, once you get into the postseason, then a lot of times, you know, you're not seeing any teams better than what you've already seen, um, and I, and a lot of these teams play really strong non uh, non district schedules too, so that helps. But but I just feel like you know that Bosky Valley, Valley Mills district and and those matchups that they're having against one another uh, is going to prepare those teams well um, and have them ready to go. You know, for the postseason, and and a lot of times, you know, a, a lower seed in the district can can make a run. You know, we saw that a different sport, but we saw that with like Mahia in soccer. You know, I mean, uh, they were the, um, the second or the third seed. Anyway, levega won the district, but Maha ended up making the regional tournament. So, you know. Uh, it doesn't matter always what seed you are. It matters, you know, how you play and what you do, getting hot at the right time.
1: Track and field in full swing right now. Is there some teams to keep an eye on in track and field?
10: Yeah, absolutely. I mean, again, a lot of the familiar um, names, La Vega, you know, they're going to be strong. But uh, one that's been tearing it up is Marlon. I mean, I think just continuing – the success they had on the football field Um, you know those guys are are doing some things in track that are pretty good I've been I've been keeping up a little bit with you know some of their numbers and you know some 10 sixes out there the 100 and that kind of thing you know so yeah they got they got some guys that can go.
0: Hey, Bryce, uh, a final thought for you here this morning. Uh, were you uh, were you a little surprised by uh, the, the move by Jay Zeller, the athletic director at Robinson, stepping down and taking the job at Brazosport?
10: Uh, yeah, a little bit. I mean, Jay, to me, has done a good job of sort of trying to, you know, make a culture. Uh, I think the, the coaches all out there are uh, pretty well bonded, you know, at Robinson, but... Um, and Jay's a really sharp guy, so uh, not surprising that he, you know, couldn't get another job or something like that. But, um, but yeah, a little bit. Um, and, you know, similarly, I was a little surprised that uh, um, Amanda Gonzalez, the, the LaBrina volleyball coach, she, she left for another job. I mean, they were coming off a, a state trip. Now they were also a senior-led team, so um, – you know, they were probably going to be doing a little bit of a rebuild, but nevertheless, I mean, that was a little bit of a surprise coming off of, you know, Lorena's best volleyball season ever. But coaches move, and, and it, there's always a lot of factors that go into those decisions, you know, family and um, sometimes getting – I mean, I, we've talked to so many coaches over the years, and, and you know, like I said, there's a lot of a lot of factors that, that go into those decisions. So, so I, I get it.
0: Hey I, I just got to tell you before we let you go, I uh, Sunday I uh, read the, the article uh, about the uh, about the 2012 Baylor baseball team and, and feed the Beaver and all that and brought back a ton a ton of great memories for me and uh, I, I just got to tell you what a great uh, great piece of work that was. Uh, congratulations on a terrific article.
10: Thank you, sir. Those guys, you know, as you know, uh, are a lot of fun <laughs> and I hope as many of them as possible can make it back for that little April 30th reunion, including how about this Lark and Tom, wouldn't that be nice? I think
0: y'all should be- <laughs> it would be fun. Absolutely. I mean, we, uh, you know, that was a cool thing for 13, 14 years. We had a pretty good uh, seat and, and a great ride. Uh, uh, to see some really good baseball. I mean, they there were some really good teams at uh, 03, 05, 12. I mean, 11 was a good ball. We had, there were some good ball clubs. Now I'm just telling you
10: yeah absolutely absolutely so i'm putting that out there hey guys reach out to tom and lark <laughs> let them let them come out and you know they don't have to throw out the first pitch that could be ugly but uh at least let them just stand behind the guys or yeah
1: something.
0: unless you have you better have somebody in the parking lot if you want me doing that uh price <laughs> <laughs> thanks have a great day yeah. we appreciate it and have a blessed easter my friend Thanks guys. Appreciate it. Talk to you soon. That is a uh, Bryce Cherry for the Waco Tribute Herald. I don't know if you got a chance to read it, but if you didn't uh, go back, uh, he, he was, he, I think he had a bunch of those guys on, on a zoom call war. So you can imagine what that was like when you get, you know, 15, 20, 25 baseball players on a zoom call at the same time, uh, led by Max Muncie. I might add. So, uh,
1: Pretty good stuff. Pretty good stuff. Yeah, I bet that was entertaining.
0: It, it uh, so I, I would like to have just you know maybe been hanging out at Bryce's house just to sit and watch that thing. That, that you know he could have charged tickets to to that uh, to that uh, to that uh, that uh, video phone call or whatever they call it. All right, uh, eight 13 away from nine. This is game time here on ESPN Central Texas, and we uh, we appreciate you being with us on a Friday morning. Coming up at uh, nine o'clock, it'll be Greeny. Three o'clock this afternoon, it'll be. Um, John Morris and John is going to be live from the ballpark as he gets ready to work the baseball game and uh, that be game two of the series between the bears and Kansas. And John is going to have Pat Combs on the program at three o'clock uh, in the three o'clock hour this afternoon. So there you go. All right. And, and then uh, at four o'clock in an abbreviated program, it'll be Matt Mosley for uh, a four forty-five or so uh, four 45. We get you out to the ballpark for the pregame five o'clock. It's the first pitch. And then uh, a little later on in the evening over on our sister station, cool, what a 1.3, you can catch the softball game, uh, the Baylor softball team, uh, Glenn Moore's club, going outside of conference this weekend, taking on Sam Houston State in a uh, little two-game series being played tonight and then again t- tomorrow afternoon. So keep that in mind. All right, uh, let's see. What else do we got going on here on a uh, a uh, what we hope is a beautiful weekend, the start of a, of a good weekend? and. And, uh, and, you know, it should, be, uh, it should be a nice weekend. Hope everybody has great plans and gets out and, uh, and does their thing. So uh, all weekend long, we should have really good weather. want to remind you that coming up at Morrison's Gifts, they're going to have their Spring Consuela Trunk Show. And that'll be Wednesday, April the 20th. Next Wednesday, just in time for uh, for graduation gifts and Mother's Day gifts and that kind of thing. You can come by and meet a rep from the uh, Consuela Company and see the new spring collection. And, uh, and Morrison's is also going to have uh – specials going on during the trunk show and door prizes and all kinds of fun stuff plus soft drinks and snacks and all kinds of stuff while you shop and as always free gift wrapping will be available and they will ship it anywhere in in the world uh, wherever you ask them to, to send it to uh, they they will ship it to you uh, ship it for you and they can do all that fun stuff at Morrison's Gifts. It's a Baylor alumni owned business and they're at the corner of uh, Waco Drive and Valley Mills Drive next to Jason's Deli. Check it out. Mark your calendar Wednesday, April the twentieth, just in time for graduation. It is the uh, Consuela Spring Trunk Show. So guys, if you're looking for something cool, uh, Mother's Day just around the corner, and you want to get something that nobody else has. Go to the Spring Trunk Show on Wednesday, April the 20th, and you know walk in there and go, hey, a little help, and they'll take care of you. It's Morrison's Gifts, and uh, they're, again, uh, next to Jason's Deli. Stop by and tell them we sent you.
2: Join us live from Rudy's in Waco for our next Baylor Coaches Show. Join
4: us Thursday, April 28th, live from Rudy's, and hear from softball coach Glenn Moore and baseball coach Steve Rodriguez.
2: Join us for the Baylor Coaches Show from 6 to 7 p.m., live from Rudy's on the Circle in Waco, with your host, John Morris, right here on your home for Baylor Athletics, ESPN Central Texas.
1: here and many of you are realizing it's time to replace those old windows before the hot weather gets here call universal windows direct to central texas and schedule an in-home consultation where you can discuss your specific window needs with an expert team member universal's exclusive unishield windows are sealed with durolite that's a non-metal spacer that has life expectancy five times that of other systems and they're offering zero percent financing for 60 months that's zero percent financing for 60 months Contact Universal Windows Direct of Central Texas for a free in-home estimate. UniversalWindowsCentralTexas.com. That's UniversalWindowsCentralTexas.com or call 254-301-7760. And be sure and check out their great Google and Angie List reviews. I
9: love my windows. They've got that brand new home effect. Universal Windows Direct. We
4: first opened the doors of Jeff Hunter Toyota in 1990 and have become the premier Toyota dealership in Waco. We offer a full selection of new Toyota models, have a vast inventory of pre-owned vehicles. There's a state-of-the-art service and body shop with factory-trained technicians and a full-line parts department. Stop by and see Kyle Tumlinson or any of our team members for a great car at a fair price. Shop Jeff Hunter Toyota. Toyota quality, Waco values.
5: For most of the people that walk in our store, it's been an ongoing, non-stop issue. They're searching, they're, they're grasping at straws because they've been trying other products and they've bought something that they thought was gonna help solve their problem and it didn't. You're listening to Beth, an art support specialist at the Goodfeet store. A client came into my store last year that has had plantar fasciitis for 30 years. He literally walked in with a handful of products and said, this is what I've been wearing. I looked at him, I said, are you kidding me? I've been here for 14, where have you been? For over 20 years, we've been helping people live the life they love without letting their feet get in the way. I'm just sad that he spent so many years with so much discomfort. I helped relieve a problem that's plagued him for 30 years. I mean, how do you not go home and talk about that? See what we can do for you with a free personalized arch support fitting at the Good Feet Store.
1: Good Feet Waco in Central Texas Marketplace across from Lazy Boy. ESPN Radio Sports
7: Center.
8: I'm Mark Smith with your ESPN Central Texas sports update. Baylor baseball opened a three-game home series against Kansas with a 3-2 loss. Game two this afternoon at 5 o'clock, and you can hear the game on ESPN Central Texas. Baylor softball, meanwhile, steps out of conference play this weekend for a two-game home series against Sam Houston State. That starts at 6.30 this evening, and the broadcast can be heard on Cool 101. MCC softball tries to extend its 25-game winning streak, hosting North Central Texas for a doubleheader. That gets underway at noon this afternoon at Bosque River Ballpark. Highlander baseball is on the road for a doubleheader at North Central. MCC third baseman Cole Fontenelle has been named the conference player of the week after a five-game stretch with three doubles, three home runs, nine RBI, and ten runs scored.
7: SportsCenter, every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas.
1: Don't mind, but do you mean I am the one?
0: All right, welcome back in. It's uh, game time here on ESPN Central Texas. Tom and Ward, we're glad you're with us. Garrett with the day off today. Uh, we got baseball coming up. Uh it's a uh, it's baseball time. We got baseball this afternoon, 4:45 for the warm-up, five o'clock for the first pitch, Baylor, and Kansas game two of the series. Big game. I mean, it's, if you're going to win the series and you're Baylor, you got to go to work today uh, and uh, and take care of business today and again tomorrow. And you certainly need to uh, in these uh, in these home series. So Baylor and Kansas tonight, uh, or actually this afternoon, 445 for the warm-up, 5 o'clock first pitch. Glenn Moore the softball team taking on Sam Houston State tonight at 630 over at Getterman, the first of two games. And they'll conclude the uh, series Tomorrow afternoon, so keep that in mind. And, and Ward, as uh, as we get ready to go into the Easter weekend, a, a piece of a really terrific news, longtime ESPN college basketball analyst Dick Vitale said yesterday that he is now cancer-free. The 82-year-old said uh, after uh, his sixth chemotherapy therapy treatment that he got to, to ring the bell, and he is uh, cancer-free. So outstanding congratulations to Dick Vitale. Said he was going to beat it, and he went out and did it. He sure did. So, good stuff there. All right, uh, that is going to do it for us. Don't forget, John Morris is coming up at 3 today. Matt Mosley at 4 and on the John Morris Show, Pat Combs will join him from the ballpark. They'll be live at the ballpark as they get ready for the uh, the uh, Big 12 uh, Big Twelve plus telecasts of uh, Baylor baseball. So, there you go. All right, that, that is going to do it for us. We, uh, we had a good time and hope you did, too. We will do it again on Monday. Have yourself a wonderful and blessed Easter, and uh, we'll talk to you again Monday morning at 7 right here. On ESPN Central Texas.
4: Recently on the John Moore Show. Yeah, we were uh, hoping to get Bob Bowlesby on with us yesterday.